All right. Hi guys, welcome back to the What We're Here For podcast. And this is so fun. I'm actually with my good friends, Ellie and Joseph, and they're my friends from Eau Claire. And I haven't actually seen them in a while. We did a podcast back in October, November. I can't remember when it was. It was in the fall, but it was super fun. They have their own podcast called Watermelon Seeds. So definitely go check them out. They have a whole bunch of episodes they do weekly with guests and with themselves. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to have you guys on the podcast today and just talking about a specific topic that we're doing a series in right now called Heart Habits. Um, and I thought you guys would be perfect just to interview for this episode. But for the people who don't know you, just give a brief introduction of who you are, you know, all the good stuff, just the basic. <laughs> so get to know you. <laughs> I'll start. My name's Ellie Zimmerman, and I am currently a grad student in Milwaukee studying communication. And I also work for Crew, which is like a um, Christian college organization. And I, what else? Oh, I waitress at an Italian restaurant. I'm dating Joseph. <laughs> um, I'm 22 years old. What else? And we have a podcast. And that's pretty much it for me. Yep. That's all true. I can <laughs> verify that. Especially the part of me being her boyfriend. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, I'm Joseph Dockin. Um born and raised in Minnesota. I went to school in Eau Claire. That's where I met sweet Miss Eliana. <laughs> and uh, now I work and live in Madison, Wisconsin. And yeah, I really enjoy anything outdoors. I like golfing, anything on the water, any water don't sports. like golfing. You love golfing. <laughs> yes, I love golfing. I, love <laughs> it. Um, I yeah, I think that's it. I don't know. Oh, Anything and you else? play guitar. Oh, I play guitar too. Yes, I do. That is very important. <laughs> very important. Yeah. Well, two Minnesotans turned Wisconsinites. That's kind yeah. of um, that's kind of against yeah. the rules. <laughs> okay, Michigan. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is very true. Um, <laughs> anyways, I will say <laughs> Minnesota <laughs> is definitely better. So yeah. I will throw that in that's... there before we get. Wait, Ellie, you're literally. From we know you're not from Minnesota. You're from Texas, right? Well, yeah, Minnesota and Texas. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks I'm from Minnesota. <laughs> you are. We settled this last night. You okay. have spent more years in Minnesota than Texas. One more year in Minnesota than in Texas. That's a lot. What, what state were you born in? North Dakota. <laughs> oh, what? I did not know that. <laughs> um, it's okay. Yes, yes. We're from the north, though. You're right. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought you were born like in Texas. That's why I asked that. Oh, that's no. so weird. What the heck? Fourth to tenth grade. I know it's a little bit of a journey. Born in North Dakota, lived in Minnesota till I was nine, then Texas till I was sixteen, then Minnesota. Love that. Yeah, just getting all the good, good um environments. Yeah, literally. It's definitely more it's than so one year. Cool. <laughs> I'll have to do the math later. <laughs> later. <Sensitive> topic. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, we're just gonna get right into it. Um, kind of talking about like your guys's relationship, I guess. When did you guys know or got when you met? Obviously, it was at Eau Claire. 
when did you guys know that like you were interested in each other? How did you guys meet? Just like the basic stuff at like the beginning of your relationship um, or whatever you want to share about that. Do you want to tell the story? <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, so as we already mentioned, we both went to Eau Claire and that's where we met. Um, funny enough, we went to the same high school, but we didn't know each other then because Ellie. That's still crazy to me. Like, mm -hmm. I don't understand that. Mm -hmm. Well, it was my graduating class was like 450. I'm sure Ellie's was similar. Um, yeah. So it was a pretty big high school, but she came in to Eastridge when she was a sophomore and mm -hmm. I was a senior mm -hmm. at the time. And so I was kind of like just leaving and she was just coming in. <laughs> And I wouldn't say that we hang with the we hung with the same crowd. So, um, back back then, anyways. Uh, so we never really crossed paths. My brother had a class with her, but mm -hmm. that was about it. But I I never knew who she was. Okay, anyways, that's a long winded way of saying <laughs> we met in college. Mm -hmm. And from there, uh, Ellie was already a part of a ministry called Crew for like a year, and then I joined it. And so we both were um, wanting Christian fellowship and wanted to be discipled and wanted to grow our relationship with Jesus. And so naturally we both joined the best Christian ministry in Eau Claire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They're all great. Um, and, and from there we uh, became friends and then, Time passed along, and later on, uh, after I had gotten out of a previous relationship, and after I realized that I liked this girl, we I kind of confessed uh, my likingness of her to her on a walk, <laughs> and then from there, we kind of stepped out of the friendship circle and into the friendship circle. Uh, with more intentions. So that's kind of how we started. <laughs> yeah, I still remember the first day I met Joseph because for those that don't know, our college was like mostly girls. And so anytime there was a guy at any crew thing, it was like, oh. <laughs> and so he like walked in to this leader event and he like was brand new. So I was like, why is he a leader? I've never seen this guy before. And I was like setting out Chipotle forks and I still remember like, he was just so polite. He was like, thank you. And I remember I liked his outfit. I don't even remember what he was wearing. But and I was just like, hmm. And his name was Joseph. And I was like, what a formal name. <laughs> so oh, my goodness. Yeah. That was the first day. And then, yeah, fast forward several months, we were just friends. And I honestly had no clue that he liked yeah. me. He was like, you want to go on a walk? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> yeah a little bit of both oh my goodness mm -hmm. totally. I remember at crew one day I was like this might have been the first time I went to crew but mm -hmm. Joseph was wearing this like bucket hat and I was and everyone was calling him Justin Bieber and I was like what is going on that is so funny. people that were over by us when we were like who is this kid but he was very nice lo and behold so yeah, yeah. thanks thanks that's actually true because Jordan you like started coming to crew in that spring semester that was yes, like when all this yeah. was unfolding, like when yes. all like like first yeah, likings. Yeah. Yes. That's so funny. It is so fun. Um mm -hmm. oh my gosh. Okay, I love that. So 
I guess going on your journey and then you guys had a couple of months where you're like, okay, maybe we should start dating. Was there like, how did you guys prepare for dating? Like, how did you guys, was it in like prayer? Was it in like together and having conversations? Like, how did you guys like prepare to be in a healthy relationship, especially as like young adults and Christ followers? Mm. Take it away. That's a good question. I definitely, I would say prayer before, during, and after dating Joseph. Like anytime, Mm -hmm. I feel like any person, I feel like any person should be praying about their significant other. Even if you're not even dating someone right now, like you should be praying that you're in the right space for when that does come because I don't know. I feel like you just need to have wisdom in it. But yeah, so once like he said he liked me, I was like, okay, fun. <laughs> so we <laughs> would like Snapchat and text and whatever. He got my number. We would text, blah, blah, blah. Um, But then I kind of like started to realize like, okay, he said he's not ready for a girlfriend. But like, I definitely have feelings. Like, I don't think I can keep mm. like doing this. And so we did have a conversation. We had a series of bench conversations where we would meet mm. up at like a bench in like a one of the academic <laughs> buildings or like outside. And yeah. I was like, okay, sir, like, if you're not ready to have a girlfriend, then we're going to have to stop talking because I, like, am getting feelings and, like, I don't think that's, like, fair if I don't know what's, like, going to happen with it. And he was like, okay. And so then we stopped Snapchatting, stopped texting. We didn't see each other one-on-one, like, nothing. The only time we saw each other was that crew. And mm-hmm. I think that really helped my heart just to, like, why he's smiling Okay. I think that helps my heart to just kind of like, like you said, prepare. Like mm-hmm. if we're going to be dating, I don't want to have already invested feelings before I even know if he wants to date me, you know? So I think yeah. honestly, I would recommend taking a step back to anyone. Like if mm. you're like in a, whatever these talking phases are, if it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, like I, I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, So there was that. And then there was, this was right before I was going to Spain to study abroad for two months. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, okay, like, I'm fine with not talking, but can we FaceTime once a month while you're there? And I was like, okay, sure. So that's what we did for the summer was we just like didn't talk at all. But then we FaceTimed once in June, once in July. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that helped prepare us too because we just got to know each other as friends like over those calls and weren't like in direct contact all the time. Those very nerve wracking calls. Were you nervous? Yeah, of course I was. What? I hadn't talked to you in like a month. Yeah, what was I, I was supposed to say? nervous. I, 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 nervous. Say. I feel like I was more excited. I remember, so I had a host sister. Her name was Magda, and she was always like, "Oh, is tonight the day you get to call him?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> she was always like, "Tell me how it goes." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I guess it was a little nerve wracking, but I don't know. Oh, talk about what you did that summer because I feel like you did a lot of like preparing your heart. Yeah, I would say that that summer was really good for me uh, because I really spent time with Jesus and uh, really worked on that relationship. Um, And so I think it set us up well for our dating season afterwards. So going into it, I was, I would have never been like, Oh yeah, let's, let's do this. Ellie definitely brought it on, brought the idea up, but I'm really glad that we did it because it allowed me to uh, take time um, to make sure I was ready for uh, a girlfriend and to spend time with Jesus. So it was a yeah. good time. That's Obviously, so important too. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously I, I enjoy dating Ellie better than being single, uh, <laughs> but it, it was good. It was good. 
That's good. That is so important, especially like just you don't want to get into a relationship with the wrong, just either, either with like confusion or anything. So that's really healthy that you guys like both did that. And that's so inspiring for like young adults too. So I have like a little bit of a, like a throat <laughs> oh, cough, but it's very like people need to have that. And people need to know that like that is like one of the best ways to just either start to get in a relationship or if you're dating somebody or just to have like a healthy relationship in general. Um, so that's super awesome. Um, kind of going off of that. So you guys are kind of in like different seasons of life. At least Joseph was leaving college. Ali was still in college. How did you guys know after the Spain trip that when it was time to date, if you guys were ready to do this thing, if you guys were committed, how did you guys know kind of when the time was right? Or if you didn't, how did you guys walk through that? Uh, yeah, I'll start us off. Um, I also want to add one more thing about like the pre-dating. Uh, we both had people that knew us, that knew each other, uh, that were walking with Jesus. And so I think that's really important as well because For sure, uh, yeah. we don't know everything. And so we asked people older and wiser than us to help yeah. us. Community so, is everything. It is so important to have yeah. those people. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and then to answer your question, um, what, oh, now I'm drawing a blank. What was the question again? <laughs> like, it was just like, yeah. When were you, how did you guys ready to date in like oh. the season that you were leaving college? She was still in college, at least for a little bit yeah. and didn't really know where, you know, it was going to yeah. end up or maybe you did yeah. know. I don't know. Um, I think, I just really liked her. I, I wasn't really worried about timing. I think that our timing was like pretty good. And I think they, they, a lot of people say like right person, wrong time. But I think if it's the right person, it's the right time. So mm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just really like this girl named Ellie and I wanted to <laughs> date her. <laughs> it worked out. Mm, that's sweet. Yeah. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you weren't like, no, I need to focus on my studies this year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> um, I will say though, I was actually out of college before him, but we were both in Eau Claire like that same year. So that made it easy because mm -hmm. like it didn't feel like we had to think about the future future, you know. Um, but you are right, like when you're dating someone, like thinking about futures does affect things because now like when we were both making decisions about our future after college, I picked a grad school in Milwaukee and then Joseph was like trying to pick his job and he had offers oh in Minnesota boy. and offers in Madison and where else was just Minnesota and Madison. I'm sure yep. you probably could have Googled other places if you wanted, but, and suddenly <laughs> it was like, Oh my goodness, like whatever he does will affect whether we're long distance or close distance or super long distance, you know? And so mm -hmm. I don't know. I think, I think we tried our best to like factor each other in, but not like let that stop us from doing what we really thought God was calling us to do. Um, but it doesn't, that's not to say that it doesn't come with sacrifice because we do, we do live in different cities and like that has been a bummer. And like, yeah. I don't know, like timing wise, it would have been great if um, we had met. I don't know. Yeah, I'll add on to that. Okay. I, I think that that like transitions. When you either like somebody or just started dating can be really tough from the perspective of like, how much do I factor this person in? Or like, mm -hmm. uh, 
what should I do? Or like all those kind of things. And so for us in our relationship, I think that it, it took me a lot of time to think through like, should I be going to the thing uh, because it's closer to her? Um, oh, okay. We're good. Never mind. Um, or should I be farther away just because we started dating? I don't know. But I had the confidence uh, through prayer, like we talked about earlier, um, that I could make her part of the decision, but just not like the biggest part of the decision. Cause obviously we like just started dating and I definitely wanted to be close to her, but I, I also just like felt led to Madison, Wisconsin. And so it all worked out, but I think it is like a tough balance understanding like how much to factor someone in. And I think it's different for every person. Um, and I think you just have to like, trust, trust God that, um, wherever you go is you're going there for a purpose and whether it's close or far, that's, that's up to you to decide with the Lord. But, um, the other thing I'll say is a lot of people have different timelines, uh, for like <laughs> what they think is going to happen and unfold in the, the months and years to come. So maybe like getting a job is just on the back burner to really what's going to happen in the next year or so, uh, like maybe getting married is a lot more important to you than what job you have right out of school. So if that's the case, like go live in the same city and then figure out a job after that. Um, but I think that speaking for myself personally, um, I had spent a lot of work and a lot of time in investing into my first job out of college. And so I think that, um, we, Ellie and I both like did that and we saw the fruit of that, um, right at, right after school, because we were putting in that time, uh, one to two years ago. And so basically I kind of like the quote of like, what you did a year ago is what you're reaping the benefits of now. Um, and so we kind of felt like we put in all this work, so let's go, uh, reap the fruits of the harvest because of that i don't know does that make mm -hmm. sense yeah <laughs> like make the most of where we were mm -hmm. yeah anyways my what i'm trying to say is it's tough to fact to know how much to factor somebody in it's different for everybody and know your priorities mm -hmm. that's good i love it Bullet points. that's really good yeah. very organized answer mm -hmm. <laughs> i love nice. that and it kind of goes into my next question like you kind of answered it a little bit but talking about long distance dating what has been the best thing that you guys have learned from it and what's something that you're either still learning or any advice that you give to anybody else who's doing long distance to make it easier or just to make it more worthwhile like managing your time and how to prioritize each other and mm -hmm. also how to prioritize jesus mm -hmm. mm, i love that hmm I want to hear you talk. Okay. <laughs> um, I really love the best part about long distance is getting to go on adventures and show your significant other like the place you live. Like at least for me, like 
it's so fun when he comes because I'm like, oh, I get to show him like my school or my favorite coffee shop or the restaurant I work at or, Leon's. um, yeah, a custard <laughs> shop or like my grandpa lives here and I've gotten to meet like different friends Oh, and stuff fun. too. So getting to introduce him to people and have time with my grandpa and We still haven't Debbie, done a fish fry yet. I know We haven't next done time, that. next time we have to, <laughs> um, so that's like sweet and fun. I would say. I think, again, like Joseph said, every couple is different. So we kind of decided on like every two weeks we would see each other. So like once a month I'd visit him, once a month he'd visit me. And then It's a good that was plan. working out for a while. I will say in the past month, just because of like a change coming up for him in the next couple months, I was like, I want to see you more often. So we've like been visiting each other more often. But I think, again, like every couple is different. And um, I don't know. I think the other thing that I've learned a lot is like you do have to sacrifice at some point. So like when when I'm choosing to visit him, I have to take off of work. I'm missing out on making deeper friendships here. I'm missing out on um, studying, like time to study, like all that. But it's like worth it for the like you have to do that for the relationship. And same thing for him. Like when he chooses to come visit me, he's sacrificing his time to drive here, to spend money on gas, like to not invest in his church and like all of his friends. Like it's just a give and take. And that's something that I didn't expect about long distance. But it makes it kind of harder to plant roots somewhere when I kind of have like one foot in and one foot out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is tricky. For sure. I think we've done a good job of making the most of that, though. And uh, it's, we don't spend like weeks at a time together. So, no. But yeah, definitely all true. Everything you said is very true. Oh, excuse me. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I love uh, that. I think long distance is like fun. Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something? No, go ahead. I'll just add on once <laughs> I you're think done. Long distance is, is fun in some ways because it's like, then it's like so exciting when you get to see them like yeah. after a couple weeks. But Yes. I also understand there's definitely struggles in doing that. So prioritizing the right things are so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. What I was going to say was um, on the flip side, something that I have learned, I guess it's not on the flip side, but something I've learned from long distance dating is um, learning how to love Ellie in the ways that she wants to be loved. Um, because Mm, that's good. I think it's, it's really easy for me to like do something for her or make her life easier some way, but Mm -hmm. she doesn't want that. She wants me to tell her how much I love her and write her notes about how much I love her and tell her again about how much I love her. So I've, I've learned more that uh, those are the things that mean the most to her. <laughs> And mm-hmm. uh, I'm not perfect at it. I definitely sometimes show her love in the ways that I want to see it, but um, it's a, it's a work in progress. And the, then the other thing I'll say, something that, um, we have worked through and just like a lo logistical thing of long distance dating is where you sleep. And so we've been uh, blessed to have Ellie's grandpa in Milwaukee and um, Ellie has uh, some crew staff friends that live in Madison. So that has made it um, very convenient. I know that not everybody has a luxury like that, but um, the Bible says that we should not be, sleeping together before we get married and uh that's important to us so we make sure to 
set boundaries as we can uh, to avoid that. Yeah, that is really important. And that's yeah. really cool too, how you have like a network of, of people, of course, like around mm -hmm. Wisconsin. So it allows you guys to do that. So mm -hmm. that is super cool. Well, I kind of, that was kind of all my questions, but I do have a fun question to ask because I know you guys like fun questions. So, okay. <laughs> what is your guys' favorite thing to do together? Mm, I love Maybe that. Maybe you guys have different answers for this one, but I want to hear Ooh. both of your answers. Mm. So many things. Um, <laughs> I would say, okay, I'll say going on walks, but it's a multi-part reason. The first thing is because it's fun in every season. Because in mm. summer, it's like beautiful out. So it's just like fun to walk and talk and like enjoy the weather. But in winter, it's fun because when I forget my coat, he gives me his <laughs> coat. <laughs> and it's so fun. <laughs> And I feel so loved. And so that's fun. And I think it's also just like, again, with the like visiting each other in different cities thing, it's like fun to like see and like go out and about and like see things. We are not really like show people. We did start watching The Chosen. But other than that, we've like never watched a show together. Like really. So yeah. we'd much rather be like doing something and like out and about. So I'd say like going on walks. Yeah. Oh, and um, sorry. Wait. And while we were still in Eau Claire, we actually did Wednesday mornings every Wednesday because school is always kind of crazy. So we had Wednesday morning blocked off where we were both free and we would go on walks in Eau Claire. And so I think that like in our first. Yeah. The first time you told me you liked me was a walk, too. So I feel like walks are just like a big part of our relationship, apparently. <laughs> what about you, I, Joseph? I enjoy walks. They're good. <laughs> as most people do. <laughs> is that is that common? I guess yeah. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's a good way to talk to each other and be active and be outside. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, I what something I really appreciate about Ellie is she is very active, and so we can do like lots of things together outside and uh, have lots of fun outside because I like to do lots of active things. So, um, something specifically that comes to mind is this. Well, this is kind of gonna sound kind of like uh selfish <laughs> but scared right we, we went golfing scared. on my birthday uh, at a very nice golf course and ellie didn't golf but she came with and that was a lot of fun i really enjoyed that <laughs> i because... actually yeah what yeah I, I was gonna say i actually love going golfing with you like i feel like people probably think that's boring but it's so fun like it's more yeah, fun than a... golfing <laughs> That's a vivid memory. And then also, uh, I like exploring new coffee shops with you because I am not a coffee connoisseur. So <laughs> Ellie knows every single detail about every single coffee shop. So we usually go in and uh, have good chats. And she mm -hmm. usually tries to make me try something disgusting, but that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, being at the cabin too. I love uh, yes. Ellie being at the cabin with me. So can't mm -hmm. beat that. Fun. I'm surprised you didn't say cooking together or like making no, food together. No. No. You're always too close to me, and then I'm I'm trying to make <laughs> something, and then you you hit me or something. I don't know. I do like to be like glued to his hip. <laughs> no, I do like it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that's so fun. Yeah. I love all those things. Those are so awesome, and you guys are just so like inspiring for other people who are also dating and who are also Christian or looking to date. And 
I just love the advice that you guys give. My last question I totally forgot to ask you guys was if there's any advice that you could give to either your younger self, I guess maybe if you're like thinking of like like your younger college self or your younger high school self, if you were like single and like talking about dating and like looking into the future, what advice would you give? It could be anything like really if you were like dealing with something in high school or some like insecurities or anything like that um but I just know like a lot of people deal with the whole thing like does he like me does he like me not and Mm -hmm, then like trying to like impress people and then it's just like Mm -hmm. uh, like any like advice that you would give to yourself Hmm. that's such a good question I would say Oh, man, there's so many things. I feel like because I he's my first boyfriend, so I could have mm-hmm. used a lot of advice back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> um, but I think one thing that is like is sticking out to my brain right now is don't force it. Like I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of girls like or even myself, like there's been times where like I just really wanted someone to like me. And so I just kind of kept thinking like, oh, maybe they do. Maybe they do. Or like yeah. or like just trying to like think of who's cute in a room like literally <laughs> I literally I would do that I'm sure girls can relate like when you walk into church and you're like secretly like which ones are single <laughs> I think that's a common that you're doing that just the other day I did tell I did tell you that I wasn't <laughs> doing it <laughs> Crazy. I know I know I, I bended the um paper. but yeah I would say don't force it because when Joseph like told me he liked me like everything was so easy like after that like mm. I didn't ever like have to question if he liked me or if I was pretty enough or like anything. Like it was just so obvious. Like he had feelings for me, and and I just like was so confident that the right timeline like would it would happen. Like one step at a time. Like well, I shouldn't say I was so confident. I was definitely nervous, but because he was so confident, it made it easy. Mm, so yeah, I would say don't force it. It wasn't my confidence. <laughs> what was it? It was the Lord's. Yeah, it was the Lord's. The future that I saw with you. Um, I would say uh, the advice that I would give my younger self is um, the the thing that came to mind was be the person that you want to date. But I don't really think that that sounds too great. So I'll put that out there. Like, uh, just I don't know how to say this uh in encapsulate the characteristics that you like that mean most to you and live those out like every day and mm-hmm. you'll naturally attract someone that has those same values so like whoever you want to be when you are old and married and have kids like do that now because if you don't, you're never going to do that. And I think it's a lot easy for mm. a lot of people to say like, oh, I'm going to eat healthy when I'm older, but I'm going to eat junk food now. But then you get older and you're still eating junk food. <laughs> um, that doesn't really that's apply. But, but yeah, just like be the person that you want to be when you're older and you will naturally attract the person that has those same values i like those those answers are really good and they're really like i like joseph's answer too because it puts it in perspective like like it really does like we should be looking for those people that we're not just gonna like 
like right now or spend time with right now but like literally for the rest of our lives Mm -hmm. um so that is so good but I just love getting to talk to you guys and that you guys were able Mm -hmm. to go on my podcast this has been so Mm -hmm. awesome thank you so much for your time and it's just been so amazing thank you it's fun to talk (laughs) about dating (laughs) it is really fun it's honestly one of our listeners favorite things to talk about I bet I think a lot of people maybe your listeners also like to talk about dating too I'm sure but Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. I think most most humans like to talk about dating because we're just we're always searching for love so it's just yeah just in our human nature I want to put you on the spot Jordan oh my goodness don't have to share anything that you wouldn't want the public to know but what is Jordan's dating situation is there any oh (laughs) no (laughs) are you in a relationship no no single as a pringle yes good to know yeah. So everyone listening, ask this girl on a date. Jordan, when no. you get in the room, do you scope out all the cute boys? No, not <gasps> really. Not like recently. Well, I guess if I'm like, I've been in the same, like if I'm in a new room, like obviously like I'm going to recognize new people, but like mm-hmm. I go to work every day. I go to school every day. Like mm-hmm. I have the same schedule. Like it's going to be the same people. Like I know who's going to be there. So I don't know, like, I'm not really, like, scoping right now, but... That's probably good. Like, when I enter a new place, probably, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like most people just do that in general, but... Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely single right now, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. What would your dream first date be? What would you want to do? Oh, my gosh. You're really going into it. Um, I should have asked you guys that. Um, wait, actually, I didn't ask you what was your first date. But I probably know it already, but I don't know. I, did, I was trying to listen back to your podcast and listen to your story, but I don't think that you guys talked about your very first date. Oh, my God. Or did you guys talk about it? We might have, but. No, we, not today it. we didn't, but we did on our podcast. Yeah, not today. Um, Our very first date was, well, first, he asked me on this date in May <laughs> in a letter <laughs> before I went to Spain. Oh. And I said yes. So fast forward, finally on the date. We he took me to shift coffee. He, well, no, he picked me up with flowers and then took me to shift coffee. And we got coffee and then he dropped me off at church, and then he picked me back up after church because we went to different churches. That's so funny. Oh, I was gonna and say, I was like, why did he drop you out? I think I was also volunteering. Yeah, I was volunteering in kids. Oh, okay. Um, and then we like went to like a park and played like ping pong and like oh, walked fun. around the park, sat on a bench, Basketball. walked by the river. Basketball, yeah. He played basketball. It was like a bunch of like activities at this point <laughs> in my church dress. <laughs> oh no. To hear about dates two and three, go listen to the Watermelon Seats podcast. I think it's I episode yeah. 11. I think it's 11. If I think that's remember. impressive that you remember the number. You guys have like over do, 50 but... episodes. <laughs> Let me see if I remember it. <laughs> and while I do that, Jordan, you can answer at least. Yeah, yeah you're first Oh my gosh. Um, I guess I don't really think about this as often. I've never actually been on a date, so I don't know oh, wow. what that would even look like. So, yeah, I don't this? really know. I'll change the question. Uh, based on what we've said, uh, what's your takeaway or what do you hope to implement as you are single as a Pringle and looking <laughs> to create your favorite first date? That's true. Um. Yes, I still would say to looking for the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with looking being the person right now that that you want to attract in other people and seeing other mm-hmm. people and just really 
like honestly spend the rest of your life with it. I know you keep saying that, but um, I think sometimes like we can just wrapped up in like who we think the person is versus like who they actually are. And it's just like, no, like if you're seeking the Lord, if you're being faithful, like that person will show up. Like if you are like, mm-hmm. and it, that's just been hard, like a lot for like my friends and for me, and even like seeing like other single people they're like oh like there's no good guys out here there's no good girls and it's just like no there is and it's just like not in our own timing so I think that's one thing that I have to remind myself of is that it's not my timing it's God's timing and again like you said to look for those things and just be patient and not to force it like Ellie said but also just to let God's timing ensue so I would say those mm-hmm. things for sure Love it. Love it. you seem like a one and done kind of girl like a one one person, I would hope so. I I wouldn't want it any other way, honestly. So you got it. He's coming. I don't know. Who knows? Don't worry. He's coming. <laughs> he's he's on the road to you. Oh wow! You have an ETA. Did someone knock on your door? I think I heard a knock. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're stopping upstairs though, so I don't know who's up there. But oh my goodness! Yeah, I know they're pretty loud sometimes, but it's okay. <laughs> hopefully they weren't like actually loud in the interview because that would be awkward I anyways anything. how oh, long have we been I also, I oh, did confirm okay. it is episode 11 so for it is episode 11. okay that's good to I'm know beast. <laughs> hopefully I remember episodes when I get as far as long as you guys have gotten on the podcast <laughs> I don't think I will but it'll be okay Um, but anyways Thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. And Thank it was you. such a joy talking to you guys and just catching up in general. And I hope that mm-hmm. all is well with not only relationships, but with work and with everything and with life. And I hope to hear from you guys soon. And yeah. if you're listening, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. And we'll see you next week for the next segment of this series. Okay, see you later.